Word spell did you guys cast? This is Kevin, and welcome to Word of the Witches. Here now, the words of the witches. Page, book. Page, book. Page, book. Okay. Hello. I am so sorry. Like, <laughs> like I'm normally late, but not that late. Yeah. It was like it's like I'm like oh five minutes maybe okay now it's like a half hour. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like five minutes and then like um whatever the like back end CMS stuff at work sometimes like we'll have hiccups and of course it was having a hiccup of course. as I'm trying to like, like quickly finish it I'm like Argh! so. We're good. Working out. <laughs> I'm gonna turn on one more light because it's still a little dark here. One more light. One more light. <laughs> well, hello everybody. If you returned, <laughs> we're a little late. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little late. Just a little late. <laughs> so yeah, this is exciting. We're just gonna shoot the shit kind of stuff because that's what lives are all about. <laughs> it is. It is. I was actually just um. I'm excited. I was talking to someone who's like a viral TikTok person. Um, and they were like, well, I don't really know Buffy that well. And I was like, that's fine. If we do like a live, it's just like hanging out. It's not like, you don't have to know Buffy to, to like do a live well, with me. And they're like, okay. That's the thing. That's what I love because like, I don't know Buffy much at all. And you don't know Charmed much at all. <laughs> but here we are doing a thing. Of course, the fans. I kept it, I had like three different people be like, oh my God, you like Charmed? I was like, I'm a fake fan. I'm just doing it because I love Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I was on your live like last year sometime, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had to sell you on the same thing, right? Be like, oh, you don't need to know Bobby. We can just hang out. Right. <laughs> but yeah, well, for people who don't know who you are, tell them about you and what your coolness is. <laughs> um, my name is Ian Carlos Crawford. I host Slayer Fest 98, and I co-host um, a horror podcast called uh, My Bloody Judy. I was forgetting the name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're um, a big Scream fan on, you know, so that's cool too. <laughs> space. Um, you don't do horror at all, right, Kevin? Well, I do, I do them a little bit, yeah. I mean, I love, I love the Scream movies. Like, it's funny, when I was younger, like, I was not a horror person at all. I don't really like, like, the, the gore horror. I like more yeah. ghosty things, like paranormal type stuff. But I was always very fascinated by all the screen movies because they, they had a good 
story and a mystery and you know that that excited me you know it's funny because that's like what got me into horror is scream because it was like i was i was definitely like a big scary cat as a kid like everything scared me um like we had a cousin named freddie who was visiting from puerto rico and as a kid i was like i never met this person so i was like he's gonna be freddy krueger and i was like scared to me <laughs> um but then like scream like you said like i feel like scream kind of like almost like Scream and Buffy both spoiled shit for me because it's like, I want all horror to be written the way Scream is, where it's like, great characters and whatever. Um, but that's what like got me in the hearts. I remember watching it at my neighbor's house and us being like terrified in like the older sister's bedroom, but like loving it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm just like, when you're, when you're younger, you know when something's interesting and something like gets your attention. Yeah. Paul, I love you too. Paul. Paul is sending us questions. All right. <laughs> Can we talk about the friendship between Shando and Sarah Michelle Geller? <laughs> yeah, they're so cute. <laughs> they haven't hung out in a while. They used to post pictures all the time together. Yeah, especially during COVID, and they did like those little um, cooking ads and stuff like that. Like, we got our groceries. Let's cook some dinner tonight. <laughs> I, was it during COVID or was it before when they did that video of them, like, the, the Oh, the shot. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember Close being it. like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> yeah. And I remember the old WB promos, like the, when they were showing all their shows and they had like Shannon and Holly, or Shannon and Sarah Michelle, like, we're standing on the wall together. Ooh. So. <laughs> Wasn't that like where they became friends doing that promo? Oh, yeah. I think sure. you might have told me that. I don't know. I w I'm always like sending pictures like look at this look at them together there look at this here's Alyssa and David Biranis together see <laughs> <laughs> I always I always welcome a message from you <laughs> <laughs> it is usually on like out of nowhere that's like just I'm just a, I, I forget what you sent me once and I was like oh did you make this and you were like no Ian this is a promo from like WB or something <laughs> right those are the days and then, like, um, they had all the songs, like, I can't wait to go. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about one of those with Charisma Carpenter, and she said she, like, loved doing those. Yeah. Another, see, I think this would be fun. We should see, like, how much crossover Buffy and Charlie have. Because there's Cause, yeah, there's, a lot. Well, and I, I feel like you and I are maybe, like, most people like both. I feel like you and I are the only ones that, like, haven't watched both. <laughs> well, it's... It, it's funny because there are a lot of people that even come on my podcast that weren't Buffy people. I mean, I get a lot that were both, and I get a lot that weren't Buffy people. And because we're kind of like the scene of like the like the stepsister Buffy a lot of times because Buffy was like the golden child, and we're like, we're here too. <laughs> if, if it makes you feel better, my mom loves both. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna try to lower this, and I might drop it. Jared, who is in the chat, is so sweet and sent me. For, Chris, for my birthday, a new phone stand, because he knows when I do lives, it always fucking falls. <laughs> I, of course, did not take it out of the box yet, because I <laughs> am a mess all the time. So I'm using my old one, and it may fall. So Okay. I'm prepared for the crash. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, got it. There we go. I don't think that changed anything, but I felt like my head was too low. <laughs> Maybe you're just nicer, nicer framed. I don't know. Um, this is my first time using my. I'm gonna be second, but 
um, my little stand thing because I don't usually. Most of the time, I'm just like holding it, like, "Hey, I'm live." <laughs> and that's I, hard. I did a, a like couple of lives that way, and then I was like, "Oh wait, I hate doing that because like it's like weird and like you have to keep your arm up the whole time." Yeah, yeah, it is weird. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, and I watched season one through three of Buffy all the way okay. through recently, like like last year. And then I did see it kind of sporadically. I never would just never watch it all the way through. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how I'm kind of like that with Charm because I would watch it with my mom. Um, so I feel like Charm went into reruns before Buffy did. Okay. Um, not reruns, but you know what I mean? Where like other networks would play it. TNT like... would play reruns while it was still on the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, when I would get home from school, my mom would be watching it. So I feel like there was always like a, a block of like charmed episodes. And I would be like, like if I was like coming home from school and like wanting to get a snack, I would like sit at the kitchen table and watch it. Syndication. Thank you, Jared. What are words? Um, <laughs> and like, that's how I would catch charm. Like I didn't watch it like consistently, but I would watch it like then. So like I said, I've seen the Charisma Carpenter episode, episodes. How many is she in? She's in one, right? She's in more than one. She's in three, I believe, in season seven. All right. Three different episodes. Is that the only uh, season she's in? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't realize. It was, I thought that was an earlier episode. No. Yeah. Just, not Because I think it was after she was off Angel that she went to Buffy. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, um, well, because, well, yeah, she did, she did leave Angel before it ended. So, yeah. yeah. So, I've, this is going to be a fun thing to see all the things. I mean, there's tons of actors that were in both, like tons of them, like a whole list of them. But like for me, like, like Greg Vaughn was a big one because he was like Dan in season two of Charmed, all of season two. And he was like the reptile thing in season two of. Oh really? Buffy. Yeah, but that's. A, I, was like, I don't recognize that name from Buffy. Oh, yeah, he was in one episode. He was like the college, one of the college yeah. guys or something in that one episode. Um, Love you too, but well, like, bye. thank you for stopping by. <laughs> I'll respond to your DM uh, when I'm done this. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's one of the fun thing. One of the fun things I had watching Buffy in the beginning because I'm just like, oh, they're in charm. They're in charm. They're in charm. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I feel like, <clears throat> of like when I was a teen, like a lot of the teen movies, even like just, like, random side actors, there would always be packed with, like, Buffy people. Like, um, can't hardly wait. There are, like, ten different characters that have one line that all also in Buffy. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> and Amber Benson, who plays Tara, she, like, was cut from the movie, but you would oh. see her in two scenes. You know? And there's, there's a bunch of people, too, like, that one that was in, like, Sarah... What's her face? She's like, you are all sheep. She was in a WB show, too. <laughs> I don't know which one. I forget what it's called, but I remember her having a show. The, what, the, the girl that makes fun of Seth Green's character, I think, unless I misremember, I'm pretty sure she, in Buffy, she played the werewolf girl that, uh, that Seth Green's character cheated on Willow with. Like... He like ends up. I, that's kind of a spoiler, but I feel like you know at this point it's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like we. I like. I just remember being very excited when I was like, "Oh look, that person's Buffy. That person's Buffy." Yeah, so it's a fun little game. But like big ones, like um, who's the the uh, 
the principal guy. What's the principal? Armin. What Armin? Huh? Mayor? Armin. Maybe the mayor. Sorry, mayor. Well, principal and mayor, both of them, actually, were in charge. Oh. <laughs> uh, Armin, um, what's his face? And Shimmerman or Shimmerin? He's yeah, from, he was he's in, also in Star Trek. Finale of Charmed. He was in what? This is in four finale of Charmed. It's not, not finale. Just like a finale. That's no, not, not, not the finale, but the season four, uh, Rough to the Wizard, episode 19. Um, and then that one big buff vampire, <laughs> season one. Uh, but the mayor guy, he was in, he played a priest in Charmed. All right. With the power of everything. Random ones like that. <laughs> um, well, I like. I don't know. I feel like that shit always, like, what's, like, the other, I feel like there's another 90s thing where it's, like, everyone was in one of the, like, I don't know. I feel like it was a lot of the same. Yes, that's a big one. Yeah, like, I want to see a side. There's a lot of people I recognize from Charmed in that. So it's just that actors in that time period going from show to show, it yeah. just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I, do you, what do you, I, I don't know if I've asked this before, because What's funny is I do remember the later seasons better than I remember the earlier seasons of Charmed. Yeah. So, like, I often forget that Kelly Cuoco, she was only in what? Like, the last season or yeah. last two? Yeah, season eight. Okay. How did you feel about that? Because, like, I, I remember being like, oh, this is cute, but I know a lot of people hate that storyline, but I didn't watch it, like, consistently, but I know it's, like, yeah. guarded is not great. It's definitely a button pusher for amongst fans. <laughs> um, some people hate Billy altogether. Some people just hate her sister. Um, I guess that's kind of like the Dawn thing in Buffy, I would think, maybe. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I kind of didn't... At the time, when it first started, I didn't like it. I was mad at it. I was like, no, don't get rid of good characters to bring in new people. No! <laughs> uh, because we were losing Brian Krause. We lost Dorian. We were losing, losing like, fan favorites for season eight, and then to bring it... So I'm like, this is horrible. But watching it and now I do appreciate the character more. Like she was, she was kind of. I liked her more than the sister sometimes in that season. <laughs> so it was mostly just when she was looking for her sister, and Christy came, where it became really annoying. <laughs> well, so I feel like it was probably those actors quit, right? I feel like a lot of those shows that happens, like the actors just quit, and then it's like. Well, this was this wasn't. They didn't just quit. They were actually fired or moved because budget cuts. Oh, oh shit! Okay. Yeah, so it was it was just like, okay, so we can't pay the good people, we have to pay new people. And that's why I was like... Which is funny, because Kelly Cuoco has like, what, a zillion Emmys now, I feel like. I know, right. This is like, this is like right after Eight Simple Rules and before Big Big there even started, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I like only recently realized that, that was her. I think when I was watching like The Flight Attendant, and I tweeted about it, someone was like, oh yeah, when she was in Charm, and I was like, wait a minute, that was her? Um, it's always... Yeah funny like especially those shows that like we loved as like teens like the people that played like a you know like pedro pascal is in one episode of buffy and he's very good at it but it's like i only recently like within the last two years realized that was him <laughs> it's like amy adams she was in one episode of buffy and one episode of charmed <laughs> another I, one and smallville i think she was in like every yeah. one of them <laughs> she wasn't making the rounds like i was i'm in the lot today her agent <laughs> was working. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like I it's it's also weird seeing like what 
ladies, like, I don't know. It's weird to see who went on to do more and who didn't. Yeah. Because, um, like, especially with, I mean, like, I guess, what's her face? Who's Piper? Holly Marie Combs. Uh, she didn't, but she went to Pretty Little Liars, right? Didn't she do that? Yeah. yeah. But, like, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, like, well, Shannon Doherty and Liz Milano were, like, already famous. And so was Rose McGowan, right? Yeah. They were, yeah. They were all, like, already famous. They had stuff established. And Holly was kind of like the newcomer. Um, but she was really like best friends with Shannon, you know, for years, for like 10 years before Charmed even started. And so that's what helped her get foot in the door. And she's a really great actress. So, yeah, I, I do feel like both Buffy and Charmed, like the, the ladies in it kind of get like a little, it's like, oh, that's a silly genre show. So they're not good actors. Like that's how people like think of them. Right. Even though that's incorrect, but. Incorrect. <laughs> Jawbreaker. Yes, Jawbreaker. I love that movie so much. I, uh, my friend Michael Verratti had um, Darren Stein, who wrote the movie, on his podcast just to talk about it. And I was like, this is great. Like, I loved hearing him talk about how he, like, you know, the movie was, like, too gay. He couldn't sell it and, like, shit like that. And, like, getting those actors. Because that cast is great. Yeah. Yeah. Rose McGowan is one of the best things that happened into the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you. I think you, we talked. I think you and I talked about this a little bit. It says, did Ian see the Supernatural episode with Charisma and James Marsters? I didn't. I've always meant to watch it, but I did not see it. Okay, I did not see it. <laughs> Supernatural is another show that has a lot of those actors. Mm -hmm. Misha Collins was in an episode of Charmed in season two, and then went on to that show. Uh, so, because <laughs> Amber Benson and Mercedes McNabb, I think, were both also on Supernatural, I think. Um, I mean, I agree. Jawbreaker's fucking great. I, I still play that song, um, You Who by Imperial Teen. That's still, like, a song I, like, put on playlists because it's so fucking good. <laughs> That's the song when they're, like, strutting down the hallway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's good. I mean, that was, like, it sparked a lot of movies afterwards. You got like the Mean Girls and even like The Craft or like Dumb Hall. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think like that. Yeah, they're all just so good in that movie. And I feel like that came out, like, not all of them were famous when that came out, right? Oh. Like, uh, uh, Judy Greer hadn't been in a lot, I don't think. And now she's like in everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, Joe. Joe wants to know where you bought your Book of Shadows from. Oh. That's this, custom. This is right? It's, I'm trying to look at my computer like it's over there. Uh, um, this is actually made for me by my friend Wayne, who used to own a site called Prescott Manor. Um, and he used to make all kinds of charmed props and merchandise and things like that, but then CBS shut him down. Uh, but his is like the best you that was ever existed that I know of. And so good. There's even a page of me in there. I got my own personal page in there. Hey, really? Uh, yeah. That's uh, my Mercendius. And I'm like this, like, demon person who's like between two, two planes of existence and he can either save the world or destroy it type of thing, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, I mean, also, wait, is that the same person you got the house from? No, the house was on eBay. Um, but I am getting another house that's just like a little bit smaller scale, but all the way around. Um, and that would probably be from him. So. 
Uh, this one was just today. The, the, the guy I do the heart podcast with, Zach, he has a custom made, um, it's just the front of it, but it's like the Michael Myers house. And it's really cool. Yeah. And you would know Wayne because Willow's Warlock, that's, that's who he is. I so, almost asked you if that's who that was. I was yeah. like, no, it's probably not the same person. Yeah. I'm just named Wayne. But, yeah. Okay, Willow's yeah. yeah. So he, he's, he's a big Buffy fan as well, but he used to make all this charm stuff. Um, and lately he's been doing these really great Buffy statues and um, he has been telling me his secret things. So might be doing some more charm statues in the future too. But. I, uh, I've been trying to, that reminds me, I should message him again. I've been trying to set up a lot. It's alive to do with him. Mm -hmm. um, but he's, he's in the UK, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, he'll message me at like three o'clock in the morning and then I message him back at like noon. And it's just... Exactly. <laughs> it's a little bit of a trickiness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just started Charmed. Oh, well, cool. Enjoy the journey. I love that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been, like, um, watching it this year, too. Because it was on Netflix. It had a bit of bigger surge when it was on Netflix. Then they took it off Netflix. That's when Buffy had a big surge, too. Yeah. Like, when Buffy was on Netflix, like, suddenly everyone was talking about it on Twitter. Which I, like, I don't know how you you feel i i'm not gatekeepy but it's a little bit like mm, i don't like seeing all these bad opinions on buffy because <laughs> oh. like everyone was able to watch it and it's like mm. <laughs> see and i don't i don't know if i look that much i mean I, the reddit's full of like i see a lot of opinions that are wrong like like just like like well, not opinions but like realizations or people yes. that say things that's that's incorrect <laughs> you're the one Commenting well, actually. <laughs> yeah, I I don't usually I don't I don't I don't gatekeep, but I think things. I don't say I don't I don't respond. I just think it, <laughs> Wait, unless it's like really like egregious. Said Netflix changed the intro. They did. They changed everything pretty much. So because on any streaming service, Charmed has no music rights. They lost all the rights for that stuff. So. The theme song changed. Even the the in song in episode songs change when during like the scenescapes of San Francisco and things like that. They had the like like the song for Bruce Greenwald. All wrong. All that stuff is different. So that's why I watch my DVDs because they have all the OG music except for season eight. But. <coughs> no, excuse me. Um, didn't Dawson? Didn't that happen with Dawson's Creek too? Because they had that Paula Cole song yeah, the I, theme, and I think it's like I know it happened to Rothwell DVDs. They kept the theme song the same, but the in music, in episode music, was all different. It, it's it's weird because I've heard of that happening, but it didn't happen to Buffy at all, which is weird because Buffy did have a lot of like nineties. Yeah, but I wonder if it's because a lot of the if their song is in, they like appear in the bronze. So I wonder if that like that probably does help because yeah. if they did make an appearance that kind of fades. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that Charmed seasons one through four? Or I'm assuming Charmed because Buffy, I don't think it changed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I tried to refuse streaming any kind of charm. Alexander, I the Buffy DVDs. And look, I have a shelf in my closet that I'm looking at right now, and it only has Buffy, Angel, Veronica Mars. That's it. That's all the DVDs I own. <laughs> but I have been thinking of like buying digital to make doing content easier, because um, like I don't have a disk drive on my computer anymore. Because who does? Um, 
can buy an external one. That's right. I have an external Blu-ray player, and I I can just plug it to my computer. I stick my Blu-rays in, rip them to my computer. It's it's beautiful. Do they not do the thing anymore where it's like it shows up like it won't let you rip them? Like, are, can you rip them? Remember that was like a thing you couldn't rip them for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I can do. Of course, I have like I have the entire series of Tron like ten times over. I've got like six times on DVD and three times on Blu-ray. <laughs> and then there's a new release, I have to have it. But <laughs> so maybe some of them would work, some of them wouldn't work, I'm not sure. But the one I'm doing with it now is the new Blu-ray release and it works just fine. Um, I've also been thinking of just buying them digitally. That way it's like easier for me sure. to just like open it up Duh. real quick, screenshot some shit, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because a lot, I did, did Charm get a HD remaster? Yeah. Because Buffy did, and a lot of people hate it, but those shows were poorly lit back then, so, like, the, the HD remaster works better for, like, content-wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I really like them. I like the remasters. They look really pretty. So I have no complaints. <laughs> um, what was your favorite Buffy love interest? Um, So I'm not, like... I'm, like, one of those people that gets, like, and eh, I don't really care about her love interest as much. Um, overall, I think I do, like, Spike the best. But if you ask people that get uh, mad at my podcast, they would say I hate Spike. But I Spike <laughs> would be my favorite of her boyfriends. Um, but I think he's also, like, one of the most problematic ones. Um, but I still, I, like, I don't know if you feel this way about, about Charm, Kevin. It's, like, even if it's, like, I love it so much and there's not really like I don't hate a character unless it's like a villain we're supposed to hate. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah I kinda of feel that way too. Yeah. Pretty much because they help make the show. They're part of the show. Yeah. I mean, I do kinda of hate Christy, but I also think she's kinda of hot. So it's <laughs> <laughs> But I hate her. I'm like, the stupid faces she makes are mostly the things I'm like, ew, your stupid stupid face. I wanna I hate it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah. That's not, most of the things I'm supposed to hate. I hate because I'm supposed to, but I like yeah. that I do. <laughs> right, like I, for me, I'm just like all the pieces work. So it's like I, there's not a character that I'm like, eh, get rid of them. It's like well, it all works for the show. So like that's the plot. I don't know. Like for me, I'm just like, yep, this is what it is. Um, even with Buffy's boyfriends, it's like the one I like least that most people like least is Riley. But even him, I'm like, well, he served his purpose. He was like her in-between boyfriend between Angel and Spike. So like, you know, it's like, yeah, he's boring, but he's supposed to be boring. I'm like, he's hot. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I didn't remember that Buffy and Spike were a thing. You didn't? I, I didn't remember. So I watched one through three, like all the way through it. And I'm like, oh, and then someone told me she goes back. I'm like, what? He just like tried to kill her like crazy or like a little while ago when I just saw. <laughs> so that was like a weird revelation for me. <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. Um, yeah. I I had James Marsters on the podcast and this was one of my favorite interactions. I told him that like, so there's a flashback to like Spike in the '70s and he's like all punk. I don't know if you've ever seen that like an image from that or something. Yeah. Um, and I told him that that was a very big sexual awakening for closeted teen Ian, and he was like, "Well, then you have good taste." And I was like. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know. Have you ever had this? I Did I tell you this before that I did, like, a Zoom? There like, a Comic Con that was like, oh, if you promo the con, well, you can do, like, a before, like, 
hang out with them like during lockdown. So I jumped on the call and James Marsters went, is that a painting of Sarah on your wall? And I was like, it is. Oh God, I'm embarrassed. And he was like, no, it's a really good painting. And I was just like, oh, I look like a fucking nerd, but well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, I showed Holly and Rose and Brian this wall of stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I was just like, look, <laughs> I was super like, revelated. Like, I, but my Metroid account, I can't show you my obsession. Here you can see it all. <laughs> so I was, I, I, I got really happy and proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. There, that there's going to be like a 90s con. Where is it? Like Massachusetts? Or Canada, like that. Yeah, they usually do two, do two a year now or something like that. And I, I do want to go one of these times, so. So, Kevin, we're going to go together, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, Alexander, yeah, I've had a couple of the uh, Buffy folks on. Um, I think my... I don't know. I, I like, go back. My, like, favorites are always, like, depends on what I'm thinking of. I don't know if you have that problem, Kevin, where it's like, what was my favorite recording? It's just, like, the one I think of that I'm like, oh, that was my favorite. Wait, this one. No, this one. And then it's like... I, oh. I had Michael Billy Smith in my podcast, who was on... Buffy, I think, in one episode. Oh, but he was Michael Bailey Smith. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He, I think it was only in one episode, but he was he's like a bigger guy. Okay. Um, but he was a, he was a huge in Charmed. He played multiple things in Charmed, and yeah. Is it because he, uh, he was like a monster and then a different monster? Yeah, yeah he's a monster. Kind of guy. He was like in The Hills of Eyes and lots of other movies and things like that. So yeah, the, a lot of there's a lot of Buffy actors like that, like. Tom Lank, who I'm friends with, who's in the last two seasons of Buffy as a character, played a vampire in season five. And he told me the rule of those shows had back then was like, if you were in monster makeup, you could appear like they were allowed to cast you again. Yeah. As like, you know. Nice. Oh God, I've nice. never I've never had Cyber Shigeller on. I feel like that is my <laughs> dream goal, but I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> oh my goodness. Although I have been like, I should query her people again. She's doing press tours. She's not going to come on my podcast, but I should query them again. I'm looking at notes. I'm trying to find parallels between the two and some more. You know, in, in um, season four of Charmed, there's a vampire episode. Oh, really? Where Rose McGowan page turns into a vampire. Wait, how do they, how do, they do they just do the fangs or do they do like vamp makeup or? Um, she, she got looks paler. And she had bangs, and she had a beautiful red dress. I was like, mm. actually, one on my shirt. That's her as a vampire right there. Oh, cute. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, we're in her. And uh, in there, this was after, I think, Buffy switched to, was it UP UPN? UPN. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reference that Leo says. He's like, yeah, the vampires are Ostrichet sides from the world. They probably have a whole new network now. <laughs> Sounds like a little meta. <laughs> All right, isn't there a Buffy joke? And don't they say like, "Where's Buffy when you need her?" In that episode, they do. Not that episode. That's a different episode. They say that in season one. Oh. In the All right. Power of Two with Jackson Ward, who was also on Buffy. All right, not without Jackson Ward is the character on Charm, but he—I forgot the actor name. Jeff Ricketts, maybe. I don't remember. Um, but he's uh one that played some bad guys. I, I saw him. I think he might be the guy that plays like Willow's magic drug dealer, because I think he was also in Lost, I think. Okay. Um, Robbie, I love Psycho Beach Party. I was in that. Wait, what? 
I did that on stage in 2009. Oh, cool. I played Provolone. <laughs> which, one, which, one, which one was that? Was that Xander's character? <laughs> oh, I didn't see the movie. I don't know. <laughs> but maybe. I think so, he, like, he's like one of the like, beach surfer dudes that like kisses the other one. I don't know. I saw it. I love that you were in the play, but you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I always forget you're a theater gal, too, Kevin. I know. I know. Craziness. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do so much things. Uh, 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 uh. I want to find... There's actually a website I found that lists all of the crossover actors and shows you which episodes each of them are from. <laughs> Of course, it's funny because sometimes I'll go to this website that just has like all the episode transcripts and they're all fan done. It's not like an official site. And someone was like, well, of course there's a Buffy site where someone transcribed every episode. I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so Jeff Cooper played Zachary the Vampire in oh. Helpless. Yes. And, and also in season six too. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he was in season one of Charmed. He's also, he's, he, he's the actor that I thought it was. He's also in Lost. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think he was in, like, a lot of things around that time. So, well, Lost was a little bit after that, but. So we know that Puppy does exist in the Charm canon, Charm world. But I was looking at, apparently in the Buffy comics, Charm exists in their world, too. Oh, is there a Charm joke? Yeah, I kind of. I resented it actually, but it says it says in the first issue of the Buffy comic, uh, they go to hell, and a character says, "The only show that airs here is that awful show about the witch sisters." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Well, I, I I don't know the comics as well. Like I've read them all, but it's funny I did." That's the thing people ask the most. Like, you can do an episode on, Bu on the Buffy comics. We did one, and it was, like, my worst performing Slayer Fest 98 episode. Oh, wow. But people still always ask, like, are you an episode on the comics? I'm like, I did one. It didn't do well. So, like, there's that one you can listen to, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then there's uh, people always talk about that that Asylum insane episode. Because it's pretty much the same script that was sold. To both of them, oh, and they just really? tweaked it to fit the narrative. Yeah, we have Brain Drain, where Piper Piper's like is in an asylum. Halloween Manor becomes like a thing, and her, it's like they try to convince her that something isn't real. You know that her regular world isn't real. And there's a Buffy episode like that that I didn't see, but <laughs> but yeah, it was like I think it was the same writer who just kind of submitted her script to both. I mean, but like I feel like especially with genre shows, there's there's like. 10 different plots that all of them do, right? I feel like that's kind of one of them. Yeah, that's true. Or like evil versions, like all genre shows do that. <laughs> did Charm do that with like, like evil versions of them? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> it was in that, yeah. Bad, 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 Bad World Part 1 and Part 2 at the Season 6 finale. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what it's like when people who don't know Buffy talk to me about Buffy, because that's how I am with like, oh yeah, this <laughs> little thing that you mentioned, I can tell you exactly what episodes are from in seasons. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I, you know the crazy. <laughs> I, was, I was in New York for my birthday, and I met uh, drag queen a lot of McGriddles, and she was like, "Oh, I love Buffy." Well, and like we were talking about Buffy a lot because my friend I was with is one of the co-hosts, and he was like, "Oh, Ian's the like one whose Buffy podcast I do," and she was like, "I forget what she said." But she, 
She was like, oh, are you one of those people? Can you name every episode? I was like, I sure can. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I would, I would, uh, when I was in high school, I would like write them all down from memory and just quiz myself to see if I remember. <laughs> I would do like little lists in my notebooks. Like I would make like lists of Buffy stuff. If yeah. I was bored in class, it would be like, what are my favorite like Buffy episodes that Anya's in or like my favorite Cordelia episodes. I just like make little lists in my notebook. <laughs> but you, you funny because I was listening to you did a thing with Trixie and Trixie and I have some history. <laughs> you were telling uh, me. Yeah. But I, I, I was like, man, I'm like, because I asked her to come on my podcast and she's like, I don't really know Charmed. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm crying. But then like House of Hallowell, the official charm one, they just had Simona on. And I asked Simona on to come on a year ago because she's a huge charm fan. So I was like, ah, but now she's on the official one. Fine, I guess I'm nothing. Listen, <laughs> the, getting the, getting a drag race girl, like they are very in demand because I'm like, I've had a few of them be like, how much do you pay for your podcast? I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, we did have them on, because you're, you're a big X-Men person too. We've had a few of them on Solving for X, people that, you know, have taken a liking to me. And Well, James Mansfield, I know. And James Mansfield came on my podcast, because I know since we were eight, and he came on twice. And okay. she, yeah, so. Um, and then on Solving for X, we had Dax, and we had, Rockham Sakura on, and that was, Sean was very, my co-host was very giddy after that. <laughs> so. Uh, I talked to Rocky and Sakura, but she's not a Buffy gal, unfortunately. Yeah. Not a charm one either. But oh, X-Men, okay. she's ready for X-Men. <laughs> In case you all didn't know, Kevin also has an X-Men podcast that he so rudely has not invited me on yet that I've been telling him he needs to invite me on for. <laughs> It will happen. You got more episodes. It will happen. <laughs> I am gonna. I think I am gonna do that for the Patreon though. When I finish Harley Quinn, I'm gonna go to X Men the animated series and Batman the animated series. Those would be. Those would be good. Um, were you? Were, did you I mean, watch I, Batman? Like you did, right? Yeah, that was I, like the big thing back then. Yeah, I did. I ne never. I never like. It's like I wasn't religious about it, but I did watch it. Like, you know, after school or whatever, and I'm like, oh, this is on. It was good. So. Because I've been doing a like rewatch, like kind of like a background rewatch where like I work from home, right? So this is my desk that I set up when I'm working. So like I'm here, my TV's right here. I'll just like have it on. Um, but it's funny seeing like the shit I remember and the shit I don't because I I've never rewatched it since you know it was on a hundred years ago. Sure. Um, so there are certain things that I'm like, oh, I very much remember this episode. But then there's things I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, and the thing that I, I just I just watched this episode like a few days ago and I remember I vividly remembered like ooh they killed someone this episode and I watched that episode and I was like this was a big deal for me when I was like nine the fact that someone died in this episode yeah oh. <laughs> but I am more, I am more partial to the X-Men cartoon yeah yeah I mean it's it's kind of the one that started everything <laughs> well I'm like so. I feel like the thing that, that like, I, I mean, I've been watching Batman, and again, it is well done. Like, the stories are, like, feel like comic book stories um, and not, like, kid cartoony. Um, but there's not enough ladies. There's not enough, like, the ladies are good, but they're not used enough. And X-Men has, like, Storm and Rogue and Jean and Jubilee, and it's, like, everybody. Jubilee. 
Yeah, not every little gay kid's dream. <laughs> um, yeah, it says that the timeline of X-Men show gets confusing. On our podcast, we fix it. We, we watch it in the order it's supposed to happen, not the order it aired. <laughs> so that's something we do. So I found out the Batman the Anime series had the same exact issue, which I didn't realize, because I was uh, watching... I was watching it and I was like, I don't remember. Like, I remember this episode, but I don't remember it being this early on. And apparently the order they were supposed to go out in, the recording date, and then the order they actually went in are all, like, different. I don't know why that was a thing back then. I guess they just didn't care to their kids' cartoons, right? Yeah. So, like, whatever makes sense for our budget. And, you know, these episodes were animated somewhere else, so we didn't get them in time for this. So we'll air it over here. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Oh, I do remember there being some Power Rangers and X-Men episodes airing on primetime. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was like an event. Yeah. X-Men with Charmed and Buffy characters. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Prue is obviously going to be Jean. <laughs> it just has to be. <laughs> God. Who would be Rogue? Who would be Rogue? I mean... <laughs> maybe Phoebe because she has empathy and she can like channel people's emotions and powers Sam Rochelle Geller was, was like in talks to be Rogue for the first X-Men movie um, I don't know that she would have done an accent but I mean Anna Paquin didn't do much either so no <laughs> you know what's funny Lenore Vaughn is still, like the best Rogue I think which one? Lenore Zahn who oh, yeah. voiced Rogue of course. I mean her range, her voice, so good. So, so great. <laughs> um, have you had any of them on? The, like, creators? No. No. We, maybe, we might get Lenore because I do have the hookup with people. But, I you know, Paul, Paul gets, like, everybody. Well, Dickhead, <laughs> I've had her on. You can ask me, too. Of course. I've had her and the showrunners on. Yeah. Uh, but they do... They, the showrunners do, the Luwals do follow the pod page. So there's that, which is good. So they, they are aware of our existence. We haven't asked them yet. I think Sean would probably flip a brick. <laughs> is that a phrase? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think I just made that up. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, mixing two phrases together. I don't know. But yeah, I think you, if we do get that happening, uh, I'll be very excited. So maybe I should work on that. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I was going to show you, but I think it fell off my desk. Um, so I did like a, for the 30th anniversary, 30th, I think it was, or 25th of the show airing, I did like an article for um, this place I used to freelance for called Primetime. Oh. Primetimer? Primetimer. I think so. Um, and I like interviewed them for it. So it was about how good it is and how it still holds up. And they like sent me a thank you gift that was like so cool. It was a, a like and in copied print of the first page of the first script that they ever wrote, signed by them, wow. and I was like, this is so cute. Oh, cool. Garrett said, Cole or Spike as Magneto? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's hard because we don't know really that. I mean, I know who Spike is, and I know who Cole is, obviously. I mean, I know who Cole I mean, is. Well, Cole played Dr. Doom in Fantastic Four. So, or Julie McMahon, oh, I should say. Right, I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, I don't think he was bad casting for Doctor Doom. I think the movie <laughs> was just bad. But like, yeah, he like, was good. 
right in theory he could be a good doctor doom but like they didn't do a good doctor doom. Right. Right. right that's true <laughs> yeah yeah maybe i would say he would he would be magneto because i feel like spike could be like wolverine or saber tooth or something oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, did I you like know at this <laughs> Alyssa milano was considered for the role of the movie that he was in oh, vampire slayer Swanson. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's so weird with that shit. Like, everyone always is like, did you know that Charisma Carpenter, like, auditioned for Buffy first? And I asked her that, and she was like, everyone auditioned for Buffy. She was like, there was not a woman going to audition for the show that wasn't also auditioning for Buffy. So, like, that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. And she auditioned for it to be Paige in Charm. She auditioned for Rose's part in Charm. Oh, Charisma Carpenter did? That interesting. It's so crazy. That's so weird because that would have been while she was still doing Buffy, right? Right. 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 Yeah. So maybe maybe the environment was getting to her. Maybe there are things were happening behind the scenes. Okay. You know? <laughs> Who could know? Who could know? Who could tell? And Spike's Gambit is good. Michelle Branch was on both shows singing the same song. Oh really? Yes. Isn't that that's so it's so weird. That's the parallel. She had other famous songs. Right. She sang Goodbye to You in the 100th episode of Charmed. And it was like, <laughs> it would have been like the 110th episode of Buffy. So it was season six, but towards yeah. the beginning. I wonder if it was the same thing. Season five is the 100th episode okay. of the finale. So in Buffy, it was 2001. In Charmed, it was 2003. So weird. So, that's so crazy. I guess that song is one of those songs that's like so famous that like you could do it two years apart and it's still like right yeah Jared's right that charm might have been her backup in case Angel didn't last because it might have been when Angel just started and sure. I know they were like very worried about that ooh Faith is Eliza Dushku is rogue isn't bad either oh yeah I can see that yeah. I feel like She's someone I'm surprised hasn't been in like superhero movies, right? Or like Marvel doesn't her anything. Yeah. I can see her being a Electra, like a good Electra. <laughs> yeah. I think I might I like wrote an article forever ago that was like, oh, like the women we haven't seen in the MCU yet. And I think I might have cast I think I might have said Eliza Dushtu as Electra as my like fan cast. And this was like a hundred years ago. Yeah. All right, so someone asked who your favorite is, Kevin, Prue, Piper, Phoebe, or Paige? Oh, I'm a, I'm a slut for Prue. <laughs> I am a slut for Prue. <laughs> I myself am a more of a Piper. Like, if I didn't put me in there, I'd be Piper. But that's part, part of another reason that's why I like Prue so much, because Piper idolized Prue like crazy. And so I kind of have Prue as this pedestal. Um, you know, I just always felt safe and protected and loved when they're around and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but that's I now I, I sometimes I forget which one is which. That's he was Shannon Doherty. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And Piper is Alyssa Milano. Piper is Holly Marie Combs. Oh shit! Okay. And Phoebe is Alyssa Milano. Okay. And Paige is Rose McGowan. Yeah. You know, wait, I just learned this. I don't know if you know this. I mean, you probably do. You should probably tell me if it's true or not. 
so like you know i'm a big action figure nerd so i have the like charm figures just because i'm like i want them they like go with buffy kind of and i really yeah. watch the show and i was like i was telling my one friend joe that like we both do like custom figures together a lot i was like it's weird they never released one of shannon doherty and he said that he's pretty sure it's because like when she quit one of the things was like her likeness wasn't allowed to be used in like merchandise there's a whole thing that, yeah <laughs> so that is um, true then <laughs> yeah more or less. Um, I think she did approach. They did approach her um, at the time, and and maybe because the show was still on the air, they didn't want to. Basically, but they couldn't. They couldn't even show her a picture of her on the show. Like once she was off the show, you never saw her on the show again. Yeah, that's what he was, that's what my friend was telling me. Yeah, uh -huh. he said that they like a, they like talk about her in one episode. And you still don't even like see her. Yeah, they talk about her. Um, they show her. They show the back of her head. There's one called Cat House, where they kind of go through past memories, and Paige gets to see some past memories. So she sees Prue as a dog when she turned into a dog. Uh, she's, but you do see the back of her head, probably a stunt double, but the back of her head on a motorcycle. I'm like, that's the closest we got. That's the closest we got. That's actually the only scene that has all four sisters in the same scene at the same time. I, I know a lot, because Angel, Angel did the same thing. So Buffy, Angel lasted one season after Buffy, and they kept saying Sam Geller was going to come back as Buffy on Angel. She did not. Um, and they have her in an episode, and it's the same thing where it's like, from very far away, and she's dancing. It's just a blonde girl in a wig going like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I remember being so mad because the episode was promoted as like, they see Buffy again. And then uh, like, that's it. Cheap. <laughs> I, like, don't tell me that's Buffy. That's not Buffy. Like, that's just a lady in a blonde wig. <laughs> a few years ago, though, Shannon did give away. She allowed her likeness to be used for a doll. They made Mego dolls. <laughs> and it was the most terrifying doll I've ever seen. <laughs> like, all those Mego dolls. It's weird. I feel like it's a style, right? It's the same way that there's, like, um, those Super 7 figures that, like, just look like weird old action figures, but, like... Mm -hmm. It is like a style, but I don't understand who it's for is the thing. Yeah. I have them because I need them for my collection, but I don't like them. <laughs> That's very good. Mm -hmm. Who have more powers? What? Who? Like which is the most powerful? Yeah. Page definitely. <laughs> I mean, oh, Paige has, has the most powers, I would say, like different. But then again, like in my podcast, I have a segment called Power Play during the comics, and we really go into the details in and out of each power. And some of these powers really give you lots of other different abilities. Like premonition is much more nuanced than people think it is. You can do so many crazy things and, you know, advanced telekinesis is it and you know, i mean because telekinesis we just covered you can do super strength with it you can put it behind your punches you can use it to help simulate simulate levitation hovering yourself uh <laughs> it made you more agile flipping over banisters and stuff like it's <laughs> crazy <laughs> so sometimes you really have to think about the in and outs of a power to see how much you can really do <laughs> that is the thing that i always had trouble keeping track of, of what actually their powers were it's i felt like Sometimes they could do like cool fighting moves, and sometimes they couldn't. Sometimes they like who did the freezing? Who did the freezing? That was Piper. Piper, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
I like both of us just like you crawling through Buffy knowledge, me crawling through charm knowledge and us fulfilling in the you know? <laughs> I mean I don't I do know the musical. That one I know because everyone knows the musical. And I remember <laughs> because I'm a big theater person, I was like, I like this. <laughs> I So I, I was the soundtracks and stuff. And I'm not a theater person, but I fucking love it. Like I I remember like at the time, especially being like, oh, I don't know that I'm going to like this. But then I fucking loved it. And it's like, I, I always say it's my favorite musical. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that works. I'm jealous that Charmed you didn't get a musical episode. I'm surprised it didn't, honestly. I feel like, especially after Buffy did it, like then, like, I mean, then Supergirl. The Seventh Heaven made one for crying out loud. <laughs> seventh Heaven made a musical episode. Really? I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> Like, of all the things, that one. Hi, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I remember, like, Roseanne had a musical episode. Strange thing. But so even your, like, theater brain thinks about your musical is good? Of course. Yeah. I had fun with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple, I think both my straight guy friends, like, I got them to watch Buffy, but they did not like the musical. Like they were like, mm, "That was corny." I was like, huh? "Yes, how dare you clutch the pearls?" <laughs> 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 Melissa and Grant are those Buffy people? I don't. Know. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Oh, it was a super. Maybe you're talking about Supergirl. Oh, Supergirl had a musical episode. Mm. Oh right, I remember seeing images of them like dancing together. Yeah. And what's my time? I didn't like the once upon a time one. I did you watch all of Once Upon a Time? I didn't finish the last season. I finished the all the the main arc and the I got tired of it. The last season was like kind of like a reboot season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not gonna lie, I only got through one season of Once Upon a Time and I was like, mm. That's probably the best season. <laughs> but I don't I I, I mean because I'm a big Disney nerd too, so I was all about like, what kind of Disney things do they do? And then I'm just like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> After a while, Kevin, you you are like such a weird mystery to me because like, <laughs> you love charm, you love X Men, you love theater, you love like I feel like your interests are like I can never guess. <laughs> You're always like keeping me. Guessing. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a very eclectic. I really because <laughs> like like yeah, Power Rangers, Kingdom Hearts. Um, Gremlins, I'm a big Gremlins fan. Love the Gremlins. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind if we ever cover that for My Bloody Judy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it is a Christmas horror movie. <laughs> it is. It's, like, so great. <laughs> I I did always love that the mom... I like the mom scene, because I like that, like... It's so cool. Die. She, like, does... It's, like, this, like, suburban mom, but she, like, fucking... Like, she did she, she put him in, like, the... Like, like the garbage disposal or something. Garbage disposal, microwave. She stabs one. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get detected in the tree, and she's like, ah! <laughs> but but she survives. Then they then they fling that thing into the fire. So <laughs> is that family in the second one? I don't. I remember the second one is in that office building. But are any of the characters in the second one for the first? Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the his parents are not in it, but Billy the son he's in it. And then the neighbors, the Futtermans, come 
So it's the neighbors and then the two young leads. Because, like, I mean, I've seen both of them, but the first one is the only one that, like, I've rewatched, like, as an adult. I haven't, I don't think I've seen the second one since I was, like, a kid. Oh, Gremlins 2 is so good, though, too. It's very, it's it's a parody of itself. So it's like they take the formula of the first one and they just kind of, uh, it's more it's more comedy yeah. than the first yeah. one. Um, but it's also really amazingly fun. <laughs> yeah, it's because I remember as a kid, the first one did scare me and the second one, like, did not scare me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Jared mentioned that Xena had a good musical. Did you watch Xena? I did watch Xena. I did not know they had a musical episode, though. <laughs> That's I, cool. Wait, so I'm gonna tell you my Lucy Lawless story because it's my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorites, maybe my favorite celebrity encounter. Um, I don't even remember. It might have been my thirtieth. I think it might have been my thirtieth birthday. Um, I was at a bar in New York called Duplex, where my roommate's now wife, then girlfriend, uh, worked. A gay piano bar that's like next to Stonewall, and it was like my birthday was at midnight that night and it was like me and two friends at the end of the bar and lucy lawless walked in and she performed uh fever super drunk she sang it at the piano bar and my friend that i was with is kind of like like you like a like muscular like manly dude and he was like i'm gonna get you to beat xena for your birthday because you're excited that she's here and i was like no that's so embarrassing we can't say anything and he was like yes we can come with me walk me over there he went this is my friend Ian. He's like a big fan. It's his 30th birthday. And she was so drunk and so nice. She grabbed <laughs> my hand and went, sweetheart, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm turning 30. And she was like, oh, you look like you could be one of my children. You're beautiful. Gave me a kiss on the hand, then hugged me, kissed my cheek, and wished me happy birthday, took a picture with me. And I was like, <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that she was like, even trashed, like being so nice. I was like, oh, yeah. That's so great. And it's funny that she sang Fever because Rose McGowan sang Fever on Charmed. So they didn't have a musical episode, but they did have musical numbers. So look, we circled right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Zane sang a really good song on Charmed. Really? Billy Zane? Billy, does he sing? Yeah. Yeah, he's so good. He, cause he, he, his background is in musical theater, actually, before he does it. That's right. I feel like a lot of actors, it's like that's their background, so they can do like yeah. that shit. I sing, I sing the song he sang to him when I met him. <laughs> I did because I'm like I said, is it during the panel? Like, can you sing the song first? He's like, uh, like I can sing to him. <laughs> like, oh, the theater queer is here, so they're they're willing yeah. to sing. Let's get them. But his sister is the one that wrote the song too. His sister, Lisa Zane, is a musician. She writes things, too. So, she wrote the song for Charm. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, it is weird that Billy Zane was on Charm, because he was also already famous. Yeah. Like, he did Titanic and then Charmed, right? Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I love that. He did Back to the Future and then Charmed. <laughs> he did lots of things. Yeah. What was his character's name? <laughs> Drake. Drake Damone. He was a bad guy, right? <laughs> well, no. He was actually a really good guy. He was a former demon that wanted to become human, and he was super charismatic. Like, the minute he comes on, you're, like, in love with him. Um, okay. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, I, like, remember him on the show, I just don't remember. He was only on for three episodes, too. 
wait, what? Really? <laughs> I really remember him being, like, I, I probably have seen those three episodes. I thought he was, like, a reoccurring character. Yeah. I mean, he definitely made an impression. He really only had three episodes? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Season seven, episode 14, 15, and 16. <laughs> wait, which season? Season seven. Wait, Same one that, that yeah. See- See, I must know those, like, later seasons better. Those must have been the ones I was watching a lot with my mom. Because yeah. I also remember the magic school, and I know a lot of people hate that, but I'm like, I thought it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, especially if you come in later, you probably think it would be fun. If you start at the beginning, you're like, where did this come from? Because <laughs> it's completely out of nowhere. But if you, like, start with magic school in there, I guess it makes more sense. But Yeah, <laughs> my, friend, my friend David was doing a, like, charmed rewatch. And he was, like, texting me because he was, like, you should do this for a Slayer Vessel. I was, like, I don't know Charmed well enough to do it. Um, and I said, I was, like, I remember the Magic School. I thought that was cute. And he was, like, what? That part is garbage. He was, like, I'm skipping that in my rewatch because I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because once it's introduced, it doesn't go away. And it's introduced in season six. So that's, like, three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did say, actually, the same that you just said. He was, like, it just bothers me that it's supposed to have always been there, but it was never referenced before, and it comes out of nowhere. And that was like mm-hmm. what he was saying that bothers him about it, which I understand. That there's a couple of Buffy episodes. I mean, a lot of shows, especially back then, did that. There's, there's a Buffy episode that the my most disliked episode is from season two, um, and it's because they do something like that where they're like, Buffy has the flu and she doesn't want to go to a doctor because. She hates doctors because she watched her cousin die in a hospital and you're like what and like they're like that affected her so badly as a kid that like she won't go to and it's the only episode they ever mention it they ever talk about it and like that episode is like she has trauma from this and she never got over it and blah 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 and then you find out it was a monster that murdered her cousin in the hospital because this monster murders children and like i remember that episode. i saw that one <laughs> it's it's creepy but i hate it because of that because i'm like don't introduce this, like, major plot point and then never talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah, things. But right, like, a lot of shows back then did that, like, a lot. And they they expect you to forget things. They don't They, they don't think you're going to get all the... Yeah. <laughs> they don't take into account syndication or DVDs, you know? That was not really considered at the time. <laughs> oh, Jared said they addressed... The charm kids were homeschooled? Yeah. I mean, at least, in the, at least when they were young children, they were probably. Because they did go to high school. They all went to Baker High. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, I don't hear many stories about them, like, pre-high school, what school they went to. So. Were they at the top of the Golden Gate Bridge in the season six finale? <laughs> yeah, they go there. They, like, like, well, they go... They start going in season six. Like, mid-season six, they introduce the Golden Gate Bridge, like, hangout spot. And that doesn't go away either. That stays for the rest of the series, too. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty for a couple times. I like that. But, like, I mean, that's dangerous. Like, does anybody ever be like, there's people up there? <laughs> right, I'll say, people would drive by and see that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, like, the Charmed and Buffy, I feel like, they're, they're like comic books, but live like I feel like they're like live action comic books, kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like they're like quippy, but they like can fight people. And they have like powers and shit like that. So I think that's like nerds like us. That's what drew us to shows like that. Yeah. Like 
Exactly. We, we didn't have a lot of, you know what I mean, like superhero content to consume. And I've always been into, I've always been in, into supernatural stuff, magical stuff, because that was just so fantastical to me. And I'm all about this, like, whole new worlds, like all that stuff was always something that sparked an interest. Yeah, same. I, uh, I just, I like, I don't know if I told you this, but so my mom was one that was watching Charmed and Buffy, and I was like very judgmental about it. But then like, <laughs> I walked in her watching season two finale when Buffy has to kill Angel crying and I was like wait this does seem like a good show and that's like literally what got me into and then I started watching the next season oh see it's always cool how people get into the shows yeah <laughs> for me I started right from the beginning I was there from the first episode airing I saw oh, yeah. every episode on personal air date um and that's just because of the trailers like the marketing for it the trailer gave you such a really cool eerie like interesting enigmatic vibe I'm like this looks good and then, like, sister, family, I'm like, I like, because I have siblings, and I was very close to my siblings, so I, the family dynamic is what drew me into that one a lot. And so I was like, oh, I need to watch this show, and I did, and it was the rest of history stayed with it. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah, I just, so you're a real fan, I'm a fake fan, is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, whenever I have people on for Buffy episodes, I always ask them about the origin story, because I like, mm -hmm. like, I just like, especially if it's something like, that you want to go on and talk a podcast clearly you like like it um so i just like hearing people talk about how they got into something that they like yeah. and we all come from different perspectives and we all got hooked at different times or what the one thing that you know introduced us and that's i always ask that on my podcast too because it's neat <laughs> especially i mean you know we're both talking about like older shows that's like i because i've had people on that like hardest hardcore fan and they're like oh i just watched it for the first time like three years on hulu and yeah did you watch it after the show was over did you come in through the middle <laughs> it's always fascinating i know you watched you, i was watching one of your videos with the um one day at a time girl which yeah. i loved that you know one day at a time oh. the remake yeah, of it yeah. oh yeah i love her i watched that and she's like i know I never said Buffy before, but now I, now I did. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Because <laughs> her character, like, I queried her agent thinking, like, oh, well, her character is a huge Buffy fan, and she had done a few, like, Comic-Cons. So I was like, oh, she's probably a nerd. And her agent was like, she has actually never seen Buffy. This is a secret. But, well, like, she's willing to watch it for your podcast. I was like, all right, cool. So we did that. <laughs> Fun. I thought she was very charming. Wasn't she very charming? Yeah, she was. Um... I was really sad that one day at a time got canceled because I was really enjoying that show a lot. Me too. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, like, and I'm, I'm a really hard sell on like a straight up sitcom, and that's like a straight up sitcom, but it was a really well done straight up sitcom, right? <laughs> and like, and like, uh, Rita Moreno is basically playing my grandmother. Like, <laughs> that is my grandmother. Like, that's how my grandma was, like, to a T. Like, there's even a scene. <laughs> There's a scene when she's like helping her daughter get like uh, Justina Machado, the mom, is like getting ready to like leave for work, and Luis Moreno's helping her get ready. He's like handing her food, handing her her purse, <laughs> and she's like, she, she's like, here you go, lipstick, and she's like, mommy, I don't need lipstick, and she goes, yes, you do. And my grandma yeah. would do that to her daughter. She'd be like, you know, <laughs> and you're leaving the house. Like she would get like mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Very big, like, Hispanic grandma vibes. Uh huh. <laughs>
<laughs> I, you know what? That reminds me. I've been I like, so I'm going to try to do a bunch of lives for February. I feel like this is like the kickoff, even though yeah. this is your live. I'm like, yeah, and this is my first like, whatever. First time doing it. So, so welcome to my kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it your first time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done lives with people, but like first time like hosting one, okay. especially if I'm on the podcast page. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm flattered. <laughs> I, know. I know. I've been a part of several of them in my day on my Instagram life, but <laughs> two others before. Yeah. Yeah. I've done stuff with uh, House of X Men, and I've done things with X Reads, and lots well, of X Men podcasts actually. You, I've done stuff with you. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. you were on for She Hulk, weren't you? That's what you're on for. Right? Or which one? You were on for She Hulk. Yeah, I, I did She-Hulk. That wasn't live, but I did the podcast with you. And I did we did the Thor episode for Patreon. Right, 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 right. I, because you haven't watched Harley Quinn, right? Like, that's not your No. Yeah. I mean, um, so that's, that's why I'm I keep These days, I'm like, no, I don't do anything that's normal. <laughs> I'm like, I have my podcast, and then I go to the gym, and then I, like, watch shows that nobody else is watching because it's like, Random. I don't. I can't keep. I can't keep up with everything. <laughs> there, I mean, there I are too bad. many shows, right? Like, I feel like yeah. there'll be an announcement like this show canceled after two seasons. I'm like, have you ever even heard of the show? Or like, oh, I was gonna watch that, but now I don't want to. But right now, everyone's talking about, about the uh, Last of Us. And I'm like, I don't have HBO. I can't watch it even if I wanted to. <laughs> I do. That I'm definitely gonna watch it. I just haven't like yeah. gotten to it. I mean, it's only three episodes so far. I feel like a lot of those shows usually I'll wait. So there's, so there's like a few episodes and then like binge a few and then catch up. Yeah. See, think... Kevin, everyone's ready. You got to get into it. I know. Are there any other questions? I see. Well, there's a comment about one day at a time. Lesbian granddaughter. Yes. Jared, I know you've heard that story with my grandma. Yeah, my grandma was just like, so what? Your mother told me, are we eating empanadas? And that's like what she said when I came out to her. <laughs> and there's a whole, because the whole last season of One Day at a Time, when they went, when they got off Netflix and went to Pop, I think. Yeah. I think, I, think I, I couldn't find it. I was trying to find out where I can watch it. I never got that season either. Oh, really? So, yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. So I have to see if I can look at that. <laughs> I had a, because I was so excited about it, and because <laughs> I moved back in with my parents who have cable, I set, I literally would set the DVR to record it when it was airing. Because, yeah, I don't know where you could get that now, right? Right. It's hard. And I tried to, like, sign up, I tried to do it on their website. I couldn't do that. I had to pay for something that I didn't have, maybe, but. I feel like so many of the, like, stations that you have to go to their website, it's, like, never works well. Yeah. Because sci-fi, I used to sci-fi like you could stream the magicians on their website but ugh, it would be like a weird pause and then a commercial but it's the same commercial five times and then it would like crash yeah not and, like, my tattoo was from that show but i would just wait till it went up on netflix <laughs> and then once they moved here and i had access to cable i watched the final season live but most of the time i just would wait the year or just be a year behind mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what did we do before netflix kevin I don't know. Wait, Amber Benson was in a movie with Wes Ramsey. 
There we go. Who's that? Russ Ramsey played Grown Up Wyatt, which is the son of Piper and Leo. All right. All right. No way. He was in a game movie called Latter Days. Did you ever see that movie? No, I've never seen that movie, but I know what it is. I've heard about it. Amber Benson's in the movie, too. She's in that movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I have it. I only watched it, like, maybe once. I, like... I know I know some gay Mormons, so, I, like, they have talked about that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm feeling hungry all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm just like, what is this in my, in my gut? <laughs> Well, Kevin, I think, I think I'm going to let you go. Um, okay. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, this is again soon. Yeah. We had a nice hour. That was good. Perfect. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. <laughs>